That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and if last night is any indication, get your popcorn ready, it's going to be a fun finish to your fantasy season, for sure. We got a lot of games to go over for the rest of the weekend, and some buys to go over, obviously some injuries as well. I got my fantasy friends in the house tonight to get those lineups set. And get you set for your fantasy playoffs. It's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Football players, you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. No shower required to win a fantasy championship either. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Might not be required, but it's highly recommended. You got 18 weeks worth of sweat on you. Just get in the shower, boy. If you want it, you can afford it now. But yeah, man, it's exciting. It's week 13. As you can tell, I am pumped beyond belief this week. It is a huge week in football. And like you said, last week or last night was highly entertaining. Like two teams that really came out, brought their A game, and gave us a game for four quarters. Like I hope the rest of the week is just like that. Indeed. We're going to talk about that in a second. We got, man, like, you know, we talked about it on Tuesday. We thought that was just going to be an easy blowout. Um, the, the old Geno Smith was back last night. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Um, don't forget, uh, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. So make sure you go check that out for us. We appreciate it. Also, Jeff Sportsbooks as well. Lots of great promos on there. Make sure you go check that out. And if you're looking for some championship bling for that fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts all day long. All right. Well, oh, and of course, TSSFantasy.com. Shop and compare our great latest and greatest rankings on there as well. All right, guys. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Do the like. Do the comments. We're doing the Jester Stack, and we're doing it big. We got lots of big giveaways. Make sure you get an entry in. If you're already a subscriber, no problem. Just make sure you leave a comment uh, at some point in one of the shows. That'll make sure to count as a uh, entry for you as well. So keep them coming. We appreciate it. All right. Well, let's get it started. We got no Brian in the house tonight, unfortunately. He sent me a note and he said he was on um, call for surgeries tonight. Unfortunately, he got called in. So he scrubbed in tonight. No problem. We'll see him on Sunday. Basically, what we'll kind of do is we'll go over through the injuries as we go through the uh, breakdown. But let's talk about last night real quick um, as we were bringing it brought up and basically alluded to earlier. The old Geno Smith was back last night, 334 yards, three TDs, um, one pick. Um, uh, Zach Sharpening had a decent night, 60 yards. He had a TD. Um, also, by the way, Geno Smith running that TD in as well. Forgot to mention that also. Um, Zach Charbonnet also with a big reception for 39 yards as well. The huge night, of course, though, was DK Metcalf. Ooh-wee. Six receptions, 134 yards, and three TDs. Wow. Great job. JSN, seven receptions, 62 yards. Tyler Lockett, um, five receptions, 47 yards. Didn't quite seem like the... Tyler Lockett of old, uh, for sure, on a few of those plays last night. Dak Prescott, of course, big night for him as well. 299, three TDs, had a great night. Tony Pollard, 68 yards and a TD um, as well. CD Lamb, um, also another big night, 12 receptions, 116 yards. TD also had two uh, rushing attempts 
for 30 yards, and Jake Ferguson, 77 yards, uh, six receptions and a TD. Brandon Cooks, four receptions, 45 yards and a TD as well. So, wow, what a fun night last night was. What's your reaction, my friend? Uh, I got a couple reactions to it. And, you know, fantasy-wise, I think that DK and Gino left some on the table, and that's crazy to say, but there were plenty of opportunities for them to even get higher numbers. And we could have just seen the game that put the number one QB out there and the number one wide receiver out there, hands down. Doesn't really have to be disputed. Um, And, you know, this is more of a, you know, actual NFL question to you. Do you think the Cowboys are for real, or do you think that they're they're okay, they'll be a playoff team, but everybody in sports media right now has the Cowboys as a Super Bowl contender? I did not see it. I saw a team last night that almost lost to a Seattle team, the same team that just got blown out by the 49ers. And that kind of makes me go, you know, I'm not going to say Dak's not good. I, Dak's very good, but I just don't see them as a Super Bowl contender. I think they really just got a, away with a victory. And I think that, you know, on the the real real, Seattle had this game until they decided to not punt the ball and put a Dallas in bad positions. As Dallas, their last 10 points came from favorable positions because – Gino and Seattle and Pete Carroll would not get off the field and just let their defense take over and, you know, and optimal field position, you know, because if you're on Dallas's 40 yard line, you're giving them 40 yard line to begin with. It's easier to drive down instead of like being on like the 10 yard line of Dallas. So I would just say, um, you know, as far as Dallas's quote unquote Super Bowl contenders, I mean, it's kind of the same, you know, as a, fan of the America's team. I mean, we obviously I hear that a lot too, not beating, you know, the the big dog, so to speak. So, you know, the the Eagles and the Niners on another level in the NFC, but yeah, are the Cowboys right underneath them? Yeah. And could they in the playoffs come up with that one game that was just good enough on that one Sunday or Saturday, depending on what day? Um to beat them, they it's very possible um, because they do have a good defense. They do have a good offense. So it's very possible they could put together a run in the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, I do kind of see them as Super Bowl contenders. Now, do I see them right now in the 49ers or Eagles League? No, but um, could they, like I said, mentioned in the playoffs, come up with that special run? It's certainly possible, I think. Um, all right, well, you know what? Let's get to it. It's Friday night. We're feeling all right. Get your dancing shoes on, boy. Time for the breakdown. Well, Freddie's out on the uh, Orlando nightclub scene, breaking on down somewhere right now, apparently. Let's talk about this weekend's games. Um, some interesting matchups for sure. We just alluded to a real big one uh, later on in the day. But let's talk first. Colts at Titans. The Colts against Fantasy QBs. They are 11th. Running backs 28th. Uh, receivers 16th. And tight ends there are 17th. Titans, 16th against QBs, 14th against running backs, 24th against receivers, numero uno against tight ends, believe it or not. Give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup. Also, I for, forgot to mention, obviously, without Brian here, no Jonathan Taylor in the matchup with that little um, thumb injury. Um, so, you know, big possible, big, big Zach Moss day. What say you? Oh, yeah, no. Um, The only problem with that, and I really do, I like Zach Moss. I think he's got to be a sleeper value. I would just say the only problem with that is that the Titans have been really good against running backs this year. They've always been a very stout defense against running back position. But Zach Moss has gone off before, and I could definitely see him going off again this year or this week. I'm locking in Gardner Minshew. 
Uh, there's one. There's only a few games this year where you can trade up, lock in Gardner Minshew. Tennessee Titans have been terrible against receivers, terrible against quarterbacks. They just do not handle the aerial offense very well. And I think Gardner Minshew and Michael Pittman Jr., they are starting to heat up really like, I mean, they're getting that. They're really putting the freaking iron to the fire and getting this thing going. They have the Colts thinking that they could be playoff teams. They're right there with the Texans right now as far as wild card race goes. So I'm going to, easy to say, Gardner Minshew, Michael Pittman, like that combo. I do like Zach Moss. That's my personal preference, as probably yours as well. Um, but like I said, the caveat is is that the Titans have been really good against the defense or against the uh, rush attack. On the other side, man, you know, I, I feel like Will Levis is starting to pick up. And it might just be the garbage time points and might just be playing bad teams like Carolina. But he is starting to pick up. And, you know, he's with bye weeks here. He's starting to look like he's an okay super flex play. Um, I'm not happy about it. I'm not excited about it. But in a week where you got to play Tim Boyle, Joe Flacco, um, God, name me another crappy. Oh, Desmond Ritter, <laughs> another crappy quarterback that you have to play out there. I think Will Levis serves as a serviceable player to put in that super flex position. Derrick Henry, lock and loaded, always finds a way to do something amazing. And then on, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, somebody's got to go out there and catch those passes. I'm not putting <laughs> Chiggy Okongwo in there. I'm not putting anybody else. Like, you won't catch me with Nick Aquino Westbrook, um, any of those guys. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get some DeAndre Hopkins, probably in some DFS because I didn't really draft them this year. But I'll get some DeAndre Hopkins because, like I said, somebody's got to catch those passes. Nice. All right. Well, uh, we got a question um, here early. Josh, thanks for your question. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Would you trade Lamar, Wicks, and Flacco for Hertz and Noah Gray? This is a 20-team PPR. His roster is Lamar, Mozart. Aaron Jones, Tyree, DJ Moore, Kelsey, and Kirk. Good bench assets. JT, Dortch, Jamo, and Wicks. So, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I would trade that. I mean, I think Hertz is obviously the clear cut best player there. I mean, Lamar's a really good player, but Hertz is almost guaranteed that rushing touchdown every single game, and his upside right now is just through the roof. All Lamar's upside. Seems to be on a game-to-game basis. Um, don't like the fact that he doesn't have Andrews either. So, yeah, I would definitely trade for Hurts and Noah Gray. And I think I think that's a smart play, you know, going out and getting Kelsey's backup tight end. You know. Especially 20-team PPR, you always want to reassure that you're going to be getting those points. And he's a guy, you know, one of those special guys that you want to handcuff, um, you know, other than a position at running back, uh, crazy enough. All right, well, let's go to the next matchup. Chargers at Patriots. Chargers against Fantasy QBs. They are 30th. Um, Against running backs, 22nd. Receivers, 30th. Um, Against tight ends are 23rd. Patriots, uh, surprisingly, defense against Fantasy QBs are 7th. Running back, 16th. Receivers, 23rd. And tight ends, they're 4th. What say you, guys you like and don't like in that one? Oh, man, I can't wait. Uh, I really want to hear how you're feeling about this Bailey Zappi thing. Um, my opinion is is that on rare occasions, rare things happen. You know what? I'll say this. Like I said before, when you have the, the choices of Flacco and all these other Jabrodis, Tim Boyle, Desmond Ritter, but you've got the worst passing defense coming in the town and you've got this kid that there's not a lot of tape on that almost smells like it's too good to be true it almost smells like one of those chances that you get in dfs where you get bailey zappy at 4200 and you just build this awesome freaking team around him and you somehow win that million maker or however much money you're putting in on it i and you'll hear you heard it here. I am okay with Bailey Zappi and Superflex this week. I am okay with it because, like I said, there's not a lot of tape on this guy. This guy gets out there, he throws two touchdowns, 
He doesn't have to be perfect. No, they often they aren't. And, you know, I'm thinking this guy could possibly do something with it. On that point, I'm also rolling with Devontae Parker out there. I just picked him up in one of my leagues. I think he is always an excellent addition. And once again, this is a guy on fresh legs because he just got off the injury list. Ramondre Stevenson, Hunter Henry. This is one of those weird games where I'm like, yeah, play a Patriots player. You might just win something. And Demario Douglas, all options for me. Not strong options, but options. On the other side, of course, you're playing your Austin Ecklers. You're playing your Keenan Allens. Justin Herberts. Don't play any other receiver after that, though. None, because none of them have proven anything. I mean, I know Coop could probably back this up. What other receiver, other than Josh Palmer, who's on the IR right now, has proven anything with the Chargers? They have a first-round pick who just cannot seem to get shit going. They have Jalen Guyton, who can't seem to stay on the field. And they have Gerald Everett, who is literally one of the most athletic guys ever, but just seems to never be anything for fantasy. So I would say just stick to your core three, and you'll be fine. And don't play the Chargers defense, because they will let you down this week. I guarantee it. Hmm. They definitely uh, have been letting a lot of people down all week. What's up to our boy Bandy flexing on them? We appreciate you coming in, my brother. Dude. As always, we'll be playing those flex starts from Bandy here in a little bit. Make sure you go subscribe and check out his podcast, the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. All right, well, let's. Oh, well, speak. I'm sorry. I wanted a couple things I want to throw in there. Um, by the way, Keenan Allen still questionable, although he did um, participate in practice today on a limited basis. So he is a little bit hobbled coming into, into this game. Zeke also a questionable with the um, thigh injury as well. Um, Demario Douglas, by the way, is out of this matchup. So is Kayshawn Boutte. He's also out of this matchup as well. So the Devonta Parker play is 100% perfect. Um, got, we'll be talking about that on Ultimate DFS, but I got him in one of my lineups not that i love what devonta parker does but um you know whenever this seems to happen whenever he's the lone guy um certainly does seem to shine a little bit in this offense so um i like him in this matchup um uh, but other than that i mean you mentioned gerald everett i do like gerald everett actually in this matchup if you don't see keenan allen you know or if he's limited i mean like you met like we talked about who else has proven proven themselves. Gerald Everett at times has proven himself to be a serviceable pass catcher in this in this offense. So I could see him having a decent day. Um, but you know, we'll see again, not having many pass catchers going into it. It's gonna be an interesting matchup for sure. All right, well let's go to the Lions at the Saints. Um against fantasy QBs, the Lions are twenty eighth, running backs are eighth, receivers twenty seven, tight ends are nineteenth. Saints, 13th against QBs, 13th against running backs, 6th against receivers, 25th against tight ends. What say you? Guys like and don't like. And this was the Saints against who again? I'm sorry. I, I blacked out oh, for a second. Oh, you're good. Lions. Lions are at the Saints. Lions at the Saints. Oof. Man. Okay. So, you know what? And if I remember correctly, Michael Thomas just went on IR. Um, you're you're the injury guy tonight. How is uh Chris Olave doing as far as concussion protocol? Let me let me get there. Go ahead, go ahead and keep going. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll okay. get to uh, so regardless, I like Juwan Johnson, I think he's gonna be a surprise uh streamer for a lot of people. Um, and then you know, it depending on uh Olave is there, Rashid Shahid will look like a nice option for this offense. Uh, Derek Carr, no, just no. I know I just told you to get some of his options, but just no. I mean, he just he just doesn't put up the numbers, even if he has good options out there. So why would you put him out there if he doesn't have it? And then for the Lions, you're you're tentative on Goff. I mean, if you really need to start him, start him. If you've got a better options, I would say start a better option. The Saints have been no joke on defense. That's been one of their staple for a long time. I would say run game, I would probably trust David Montgomery a little bit more just because of the goal line opportunities he's been given. 
And then as far as receivers, I don't think you can take Amon Ross St. Brown out of the game because regardless of Jared Goff's play, he's going to still be looking at at least double-digit targets in that game. So I would not take out Amon Ross St. Brown. I would also say Sam Laporta is probably still a good option because just as Coop just said with Gerald Everett, it's so damn easy to be a good tight end in this league as far as fantasy goes. You know, it's it's easy to get that top 12. Um, so you could be looking at a week where he gets three catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown, and he's a top 12 tight end. I think that's very feasible. Uh, but like I said with Jared Goff, I'm just worried more that he's going to throw interceptions like he kind of did with Green Bay and the fumbles. I'm worried that he's going to turn it over more than he's going to be progressive in this game. So that's why I'm saying if you have somebody better, kind of maybe look at towards that direction rather than at golf. Chris Olave, to what it looks like, is pretty much a coin flip right now. It's still questionable. Um, he wants to go. Rashid Shahid is out, um, as you mentioned. So, um, you know, like you mentioned also with my, uh, Michael Thomas out, Chris Olave could be that lone guy in this offense, you know, that sees a lot of targets in this matchup. You mentioned – the Saints defense, they have a ton of injuries on the defensive side as well. Cameron Jordan's questionable. Pete Warner starting linebackers out. Marshawn Lattimore um, is on the IR. Marcus May, their starting safety is out as well. Um, so they got some injuries going into this one um, for sure. And, you know, as you mentioned, I love Sam Laporta in this matchup. Uh, interesting stat, I believe it was from week six, the Saints. Um, defense is one of the worst against tight ends. I think it was week six on some stat like that. I couldn't, I don't know where the hell I read that at. Um, but don't quote me on that. But it was from some week at some point, the Saints have been one of the worst against tight ends. So just something to take note of. So Sam Laporta might eat actually in this particular matchup. All right, let's go on to the Falcons at the, oh, we got Vandy likes golf in this game. He says, I like that. Let's go to the Falcons at the Jets. The Falcons against fantasy QBs. They are 25th against running backs. They're 5th, crazy enough. The receivers, they're 11, tight ends, 26. J-E-T-S, suck on it, are against the QB, are 4th. Against running backs, they're 25th. Against receivers, they are numero uno. And against tight ends, they're 22nd. Falcons don't need to worry about that because they don't throw the receiver anyway. What do you say, Justin? Guys you like and don't like. Uh, yeah, I was trying to look at the injury report real quick so I don't look like an asshole on this camera again. <laughs> but um, yeah, No, no, you're good. You're good. I got it. I got it right here. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this game through the simple lens of Brees Hall, B. John Robinson to the moon, and everybody else is just a flex pick. Um, man, Desmond Ritter. He is so bad, but for some reason, he is so nice to Drake London. Drake London is probably the only guy I would say is not a flex pick. Just start Drake London if you got him, because they seem to have a real good connection. Um, and, you know, even though Jesmond Ritter is terrible, the 170 yards, 90 of it goes to Drake London, and you just hope a touchdown gets tagged onto it too. So I'll do that. And then Kyle Pitts, man. I, I had a debate whether Kyle Pitts is even still a draftable asset, you know, like at this point, like, cause he was a guy that you were drafting top five tight ends. I don't know if you can do that anymore going into the future, as long as Arthur Smith is there and Desmond Ritter is there. Uh, so he's easily a sit for me this week. And then as far as Garrett Wilson and the rest of the offense, man, it's hard. Cause Garrett Wilson still did well last week. I mean, well for like a flex play, I still I can't think of taking him out of my lineup, but you know if I had a really stacked lineup and I had to consider it, I would say Garrett Wilson out. But until then, I say like he's at least a flex play. You know he's he's the only guy who's getting targeted on this offense. So, but uh, yeah. yeah, no Tyler Conklin, no Tim Boyle. Yeah, um, it says here Dalvin Cook also questionable. Um, so definitely a little beat up the Jets are offensively, which isn't really, you know, they're already kind of beat up as it is. Um, so it should be interesting. Um, 
but I like the Jets D um, for sure in this um, with with Mac Collins being out. <laughs> just just joking, but no, they're D um, at home. Um, the Desmond Ritter is definitely turnover prone, um, so definitely a good play is the Jets D this week. Um, you know, and it, and it maybe see a hopefully a field goal game maybe in this one. One of those, go get your uh, beer because you don't want to watch this tragedy unfold. All right, let's go to the Cardinals at the Steelers. Um, against fantasy QBs, the Cardinals are 27th. Against running backs, they're 31st. Receivers, 18th. And tight end, 10th. Steelers are 8th against fantasy QBs, 19th against re- uh, running backs, 26th against receivers, and 7th against tight ends. Let's say you, guys, you like and don't like. Oh, this one's... This one's a real tough one because the Cardinals have just about every other weapon damn near out. They got Michael Wilson's already been ruled out. Marquise Brown has not practiced this week. Trey McBride was limited in practice. And then, you know, James Conner, he's there. But, you know, I shit, you know, as far as the Steelers go, it looks like Deontay Johnson's been battling a sickness. He's uh, didn't practice. <clears throat> Calvin Ock. Austin was limited. So, you know, for the Steelers side, not starting Kenny Pickett will not do that. Um, I'll start George Pickens because I think that they might need him this week. Uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, 100% full go. Whichever one you have, 100% locked, loaded, full go with those guys. Uh, and then with the Cardinals, I think that probably Trey McBride will pull out of pull out of his limited role and get a full practice in if he hadn't already gotten a full practice in today. And then, you know, he's the only one I really want other than – I'll take James Conner too. I'll say, I'll, you know, James Conner is a revenge game. I'll take James Conner. But, yeah, Trey McBride, James Conner, for some reason, I'm torn between Jordan Love and Kyler Murray in one of my major leagues this week. And I'm putting Jordan Love in because – I don't know, man. I, I feel like Kyler's going to have a, a tough week this week, especially if he doesn't have Hollywood and he doesn't have Michael Wilson. I think it might be turnover city for Lamar or for Kyler, or maybe even worse. Maybe he's just ineffective like he was last week. So I'm going to, if you're out there and you're dealing with the same issue I am, I'm saying go with the other guy. Go with the other guy, he says. Yeah, um, you know, Steelers D light it on up um i don't actually don't think james Conner is going to have that great of a game to be quite frank with you because i think as you mentioned i think the game plan for the steelers will be simple stack the box don't let james Conner eat and in fact i heard mike tomlin talk all about james Conner this week and how how he can't let him get in the secondary and this and that i mean so i think the game plan for the steelers D is going to focus on james Conner and then just let Kyler Murray and whatever he can throw to um, <coughs> let them try to beat him. So um, I don't think – I'm not really big on him, but and I think Steelers D uh, might eat this week. Love Najee and Jalen um, this week. Um, the running back pair, both of them, I think will eat uh, in this particular matchup. All right, let's go to America's team going to the uh, Washington Commanders. Um, Dolphins against fantasy QBs, 22nd, running backs, 10th, 19th against receivers, 18th against tight ends. Commanders dead last against QBs, 23rd against running backs, 31st against receivers, and 16th against tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. So I'm looking at this injury list right here, and I'm glad to see that Mike McDaniel brought the hard level of practicing with him to South Beach because your injury list looks like the injury list of a 49ers team in the past. <laughs> it's just like everyone. Uh, I, I don't know if you have the full word on if uh, A-Chain is going to make his official return yes. uh, to the field I, this I, week. He is playing, yeah. He is playing, okay, cool, cool. So, um, you know, him, Boaster – both on the injury list for almost seems like the same uh, reasons. Tyreek Hill. I have no worries about Tyreek Hill suiting him up all the way. Um, I would say, you know, if he's, if they're playing in this game, suit him up. This game 
looks like it'll either be a blowout or a shootout. Like, it doesn't seem like it's going to be any other result. I don't see this game being a, a 10 to 13 affair. I see it either being the Miami Dolphins going 49 to like 20 or the Miami Dolphins and the Commanders going back and forth, kind of like the Eagles and the Commanders did. Um, so, you know, I don't think there's a wrong answer on offense. We've seen it in the past where Devon A. Chain and Raheem Mostert finished RB1 and RB2 respectively on a week. You know, I think that you'll get your money's worth with any Dolphin player you have. And then on the flip side, I think you want Sam Howell this week. I'm leaning more on the shootout end of it. I think you want Sam Howell this week. I think you want to put in B. John Ro- or not B. John Brian Robinson this week. And I, out of the blue here, Terry McLaurin seems like a good play, but I think the sneaky play is going to be Curtis Samuel. I think that they're going to really get the gadget play going with this guy, and I think he's going to have a sneaky good week this week against these Miami Dolphins. You know, there's nothing sneaky, nothing good is going to happen at this commander's offense. Smash start Miami Dolphins defense has been one of the best defenses um, in, in the league, quite frankly. Um, since I forget, I forget whatever the stat that is, from whatever week that was. Um, but they have been. They no have no been one's really ever said good. the Dolphins team. They, they have been what they have been solid. Um, so yeah, smash start them this week. I am not worried about Sam Howell. He's going to throw lots of picks. Jalen Ramsey's the real deal. Watch out, baby. Here we come, Miami. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what though? I'm really mad that Jalen Phillips went down because I had just picked him up in an IDP league, and I was just uh, like, "This man was going ham sandwich," and then that tragically happened, and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, bro. I mean, good kid too. I mean, good story, all that. So yeah, definitely. Sucks. He's another level player for you guys. I think oh. when he comes back, he's he's oh, really totally. gonna change well, that defense. Out. Watch out for Van Ginkle. I'm trying to tell y'all, he's gonna be a household name before it's all said and done. All right, <laughs> let's get it on. Get your jacket off, bro. Well, at least I'm the only one with a jacket on because it's time to flex it up. Let's get the Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. Welcome back to Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. is going on my people it's your boy bandy here again on the road to the playoffs baby playoffs back with another session of bandy's flex starts of the week i mean let's just go ahead and get into this bad boy huh coming up first i got a guy in green bay who really nobody saw coming but he's being consistent and we love consistency with that fantasy football baby go ahead and throw jalen reed in the flex spot this week it's gonna be brutal man we got a lot of people on by so uh you might want to pay attention to a couple other guys i got the next guy on my list is a guy that really started off with a bang as of lately, he started to slow down a little bit, but I think Adam Thielen is going to boom again this week. Throw Adam Thielen in your flex spot this week. Moving on to the next guy on my list. This is a guy that fantasy football just, sometimes he's hot, sometimes he's not. But this week, I do believe your boy Antonio Gibson is going to be hot on the commanders, man. Uh, Catching passes, full PPR, give it to me, Gibbs. Give it to me, guys. For more great fantasy football advice and to help get you where you're going on the road to the playoffs, check out playoffs. the Fortune Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. We are everywhere, my friends. Just put Fortune Flex into Google, and I promise you, you will find me and Trey and Fortune Flex, baby. Hey, keep keep it up. Keep going, don't quit, and let's win some fantasy championships, baby!
don't worry, Vandy was safe during the taping of that episode. <laughs> no, no animals were harmed in the production of this movie. <laughs> you should have put that up. That would have been case for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson tore up 49ers defenses for a long time. D'Amico Ryans is pretty much been the backbone of the 49ers defense. Even Robert Sala was there. He was in control of a lot of what was going on. A lot of his defense is effort defense. You know, 49ers and guys of those ilk, they love to find athletes that love to just kind of be a little overzealous sometimes. I think it's going to play right into Russell Wilson's cards. I think we could see a big rushing day from Russ this week. And, you know, I'm I'm playing him. I'm, I I hate that it's coming out of my mouth. I hate that I'm saying it. I kind of want to, you know, go wash my fucking tongue out right now with soap and water. But I'm playing Russell Wilson this week. It's It's got matchup. It's got a great matchup. And I think it's actually, you know, Outside of the 49ers-Eagles matchup, it's probably the matchup of the week. I mean, these are just two teams that are eking it out and duking it out for that last wild card spot. So, like it, C.J. Stroud, he's an automatic for me at this point. I don't see any reason to deter yourself from this guy. He's the real deal. Even when he throws three interceptions, he looks good on the score sheet for fantasy football. So, I would say just keep rolling with him. On the running back side, you know, Denver has kind of picked it up since, you know, the massacre in Miami. Um, but, you know, I still I still like Singletary. It's kind of the mud, the water's kind of gotten muddied up because De- our uh, Damian Pierce is back. So, you know, you don't really know where they stand right now, if they're going to go Singletary going forward, if they're going to split the carries. It's, it's more of a ne- out-of-necessity uh, pick for me if you can you know flex somebody else but if you need to i would say put devin singletary in. it shouldn't be too bad of a deal uh and then as of course with the wide receivers tank dell you don't need me to tell you to start him nico collins you don't need me to tell you to start him but dalton schultz now nah, you don't need me to tell him to start him too just put those guys in those guys shouldn't disappoint on the bronco side it's Cortland sutton bust Cortland Sutton, that's where all the offense goes to. I mean, it's crazy, but I think he's got a touchdown in, what, like his last nine games or some shit like that? It's something ridiculous. Like, dude has just been on fire this year. Uh, And then Javante Williams another guy that I really like because one of the main weaknesses of this Houston defense has been its rushing attack. Like, rushers have been doing great against Houston all year long. Love the play, Javonta Williams, and, you know, maybe even a little sprinkle of Samaji P. Ryan because he got a touchdown last week, too. The only thing, and I apologize for not reading the injury report uh, prior, but Dalton Schultz will be out this matchup, so he would not be a viable starter. Tink Adele was banged up um, this week with a calf injury, however, looks like going to be able to go so questionable but been limited in practice this week. Um, Noah Brown also been questionable in practice. Jerry Judy has been cleared to go. Um, also, Marvin Mims also set to go in the Denver offense. So just to throw those little tidbits in there. But this should be a good uh, fantasy matchup, as you mentioned. As uh, the game, you know, other game of the day. Um, basically, what a, two great offenses. 
nobody hotter right now than the Broncos. The Texans are, are pretty much hot, too, with the young uh, C.J. Stroud. So I'm excited to watch that one. Um, all right, let's go Panthers at Bucks into a game going from one exciting game to not another. The Panthers on uh, against Fantasy QBs, their fifth. Running backs are 30th. Receivers are fifth. Tight ends are eighth. Bucks are 29th against Fantasy QBs, fourth against running backs. 29th against receivers and 27th against tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't in this one? So I agree with Bandy on this one. I like Adam Thielen all day long. A couple of key injuries for the Bucks. They will not have Jamel Dean. They're a lead corner. They will not have Devin White. And they will not have Levante David. That tells me it's got the opportunity for Bryce Young to have maybe his first big day of the year here. Um, you know, He's been kind of waiting on it, and I know a lot of people have been waiting on him to kick it into gear. The Bucks just seem like they're kind of falling apart at the wrong time. We've talked about it. They have an aging defense, so, you know, injuries almost seem like they were bound to be happening, and they just all seem to be falling on this week. Um, but I would play Baker Mayfield because I imagine he's going to need to keep this team either afloat or dig them out of a hole. Uh, the Panthers seem to have just better players available to them right now. I know Godwin has also shown up on the injury report as questionable with a neck injury. So we'll see how that plays out. Mike Evans, full go, 1,000%. Rashad White, full go because the Panthers have been terrible against running backs. And then sneaky play here, Kate Otten. I think if Chris Godwin is not there, Kate Otten's going to have a huge role on this team. And even if he isn't, you know, I think that Kate Otten can still get the catches and maybe a touchdown needed to have a big game for tight ends on the other side. Like I said, Adam Thielen, good play. Chuba Hubbard, probably also going to be a very good play. And then um, sneaky play here. Why not throw out DJ chart? Could be decent. I mean, this uh, this team, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this team is definitely kind of a little bit leaky right now. The Bucks, like I said, on the defensive side, kind of a little bit on the, the injury prone side right now. So why not? Yeah, uh, you know, like, you know, that's been their bugaboo on defense. We talk about how the Bills, you know, there you can run against the Bills, but you can throw against this uh, Buccaneers defense. Um, Baker Mayfield had been questionable this week with a um, ankle, but he's good to go um, yeah. this week. And the Panthers defensively, um, if you look at the injury report, it is riddled with their defensive starters, and they're all questionable. Um, they got one corner that's cleared, but other than that, they're starting state. All their starting safeties are hurt. Um, their cornerbacks, they got two party starting cornerbacks hurt three linebackers so they're banged up on this defensive front so may i dare say we could see a little bit of a shootout in this one maybe we'll see like you said i kind of like that call of the coming out party for for bryce young so i like that a lot let's go to the browns at the rams uh, against fantasy qbs browns are numero uno running backs are 12th against receivers they're numbers uh, excuse me number two and against tight ends they're number three um, Rams 20th against fantasy QBs, sixth against running backs, 12th against receivers, and 29th against tight ends. Looks like DTR is not going to go in this, so Joe Flacco may make his debut for the Browns in this matchup. What say you, though? Some guys you like and don't like. Every Ravens fan in Baltimore, the owner, Joe Flacco jersey, has officially burned it. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than when Far played for the Vikings. <laughs> this is worse than when Warner put on the Arizona Red. This is trash. But uh it really is trash. I mean, you know, I got one quick question for you. Flacco, Bailey, Zappy, Boyle. Do you pick up one of those guys or you just put a bullet in your head? <laughs> I, I think Flacco now he could fuck around and have an okay game. I mean, if again game script may dictate, he may need to throw a little bit. This Browns D 
kind of, you know, folded a little bit last week. So I don't know, man. I, you know, it's going to be a tough call um, for me, yeah. but I think Flacco um, and Amari Cooper actually could see a nice hookup. We'll see. Yeah, I think that that would probably be the best one on my end, too. All jokes aside, I I think that Joe Flacco is probably the better option. And it kind of makes me wonder why the Jets didn't have his number on retainer. Um, but, you know, when I look at the injury list, it's the Browns are heavy on injuries. And the Rams have a couple of them. But, you know, I'm I'm starting Stafford all day long in this game. You know, Denzel Ward not practicing kind of alleviates that for me and you know Cooper Cup this is a huge dilemma because he hasn't been himself for the past couple of weeks and you need him to be yourself to be a playoff team right you draft him for that you know he hasn't put up numbers but it's hard to say oh, I'm gonna bench Cooper Cup that's a really bold move even though he's been you know not so good right now I'm gonna say this I think that Cooper Cup, not Puka Nakua, has a big game this week. I think that him and Stafford get back on track for one of those throwback games against this Browns defense. And I think that they get back in the saddle this week and continue their playoff ways. Another guy I really like, Kyron Williams, blowing it up right now. And the Browns have been terrible. Well, not terrible, but terrible for their standards against the run. That has been their one little bugaboo is their run defense isn't good at all. And then I know Miles Garrett went down last week with an injury as well. I don't see him on the current report. Maybe that means he's going to play. Maybe that means that he's not. Um, but, yeah, so I have to I have to worry about these brownies too. They down Kareem Hunt. You know, you got Joe Flacco back there. I mean, last time Flacco was out there, he was throwing it. He was slanging it with the Jets. They just weren't winning. So maybe, like you said, maybe that means great things for Cooper. Um, maybe that means great things for Njigbu, uh, Njoku, Njigbu, Njoku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then all, all those end names are really getting me going here. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe. That's all I'm going to say is maybe. Maybe the Browns are just one giant flex this week. It, it's the it's the only time to get it, right? It's the bye week. You got to take a shot. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. The game of the day, the 49 Are you, are you good, bro? <laughs> let's go. 49ers at the Eagles. Game of the day or the year, quite frankly. Oh, man. Uh, 49ers, they're third against fantasy QBs, third against running backs, 17th against receivers, and second against tight ends. Eagles are 31st against QBs. They're first against running backs. Dead last against receivers and 29th against tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to continue to roll with it. Um, let's do it, man. Like, like everybody, everybody you should want in this game. I'm telling you, Brandon Ayuk. Devo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. Hell, throw the defense up there because Jalen Hurts has been throwing picks like a madman out there. On the other side, Jalen Hurts. I don't have to tell you to play Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to tell you to play Jalen Hurts. He doesn't even play fantasy. He's going to tell you to play Jalen Hurts. DeAndre Swift. Fishy one, but he's a receiving back, so I like him to still be an excellent PPR option. Then we got Devonta Smith. I'm sorry. Charveris Ward cannot handle A.J. Brown. I this is speaking straight from the heart right here. I'm a 49er fan. I saw what he did against D.K. Metcalf. That's great. A.J. Brown's a whole different animal than D.K. Metcalf. He does different things. And Charvarius Ward is not ready to follow A.J. Brown. And I 
damn sure know that Ambry Thomas isn't ready for that one. So this is going to be a game where A.J. Brown, I think, is just going to be – he's going to be your wide receiver one. He's going to just absolutely explode. And, you know, mark it down for DFS purposes. Mark it down to make me crow next week when he fucking fails and is on our flops list. Mark it down for whatever purposes you need to mark it down for. But say it right now. Justin Herrera says A.J. Brown is going to be wide receiver one, even though D.K. Metcalf caught three tight TDs. I mean, it makes um, sense with Goddard doubtful too, by the way, uh, as well. So, yeah, exactly. And it seems like Goddard is just not going to play, and they're looking like they're going to get Lane Johnson back. So he'll have plenty of protection, plenty of time to get it to Brown. Um, and then, like I said, Devontae Smith is not going to be a bad option. I could see him being the guy who picks up a lot of the yards rather than getting the touchdowns this week. So look for him to be the guy to maybe catch like six or seven passes for over 100 yards. This is just going to be a showdown, man. It's it's going to be up and down the field, quarter to quarter. We're going to see lead changes. I can't wait for it. I'm going to be I'm going to be on my couch being the most intolerable person on the planet for two two to three hours because it's just going to be a war back and forth. And I'm either going to be satisfied at the end of the night or I'm going to be going to bed early because I don't want to deal with the rest of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I love that it's later in the day too. So get to, get to watch my game and then I get to actually sit and watch this matchup because this is pretty much the matchup of the year. I think, like you said, I think you smashed out everyone in this. Um, it's just going to be one of those slugfests, quite frankly. I mean, and you just don't know, um, you know, if, if you talked about the A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith thing, like, you know, Devonta Smith usually does do very well when Goddard's out. So, but I think, as you mentioned, it's also about matchups. Maybe this is that get right back to A.J. Brown because um, the matchup's right for him in this. So it could be a good point for you there. All right, let's go to the Chiefs at the Packers. Um, Chiefs against fantasy QBs, they're sixth. Running backs, 15th. Receivers, ninth against tight ends, they're fifth. Packers, ninth against fantasy QBs, 24th against uh, running backs, eighth against receivers, and 21st against tight ends. I know for um, the, the Packers, there will be no Aaron Jones, so A.J. Dillon. Quadzilla is activated. Um, what do you say? Give me some guys you like and don't like in this one. Well, I'm going to skip the, the obvious ones of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, I told you last week, Rishi Rice is a guy, and he ended up showing out and becoming a guy. So hopefully that continues this week. I'm putting him in for all intents and purposes. Um, outside of that, Man, this just feels like one of those off weeks where somebody random like Justin Watson is going to have a big game. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you're on your last 4,000 in DFS after making that mega lineup, put one of those weird Kansas City wide receivers in. I feel like that could happen in this game. And don't put Marquez valdez game because I don't think he's going to actually have a revenge game. I don't think that's going to happen here. <laughs> Uh, on the other I side, swear it was like you like, just read my mind because that was the first guy that came in my head. It was like you were like, Yeah, no thing. I was like, Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the brownies, man. It's sinking us up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the Packers side, launch Jordan Love. I'm doing it. I'm putting him over Kyler Murray this week because I think that this is got another shootout on it. I think this game is going to be tight, and I think that Jordan Love is going to have to do a lot. I actually think Jordan Love does some stuff with his feet this week. He's been slowly elevating his game and evolving as the season's gone on, and lucky for anybody who's held on to him, he is starting to really peak during your championship season. Playoffs are coming around the corner, and Jordan Love is starting to hit his stride. He did it last week against the Lions. I think that these Chiefs, they offer maybe a better defense, but I don't think it's that much better. So I think he'll be able to handle it. And that being said, Christian Watson, excellent play this week. I think Romeo Dubs is probably the odd man out on the receivers. 
he seems to not he seems to boom or bust depending on what Christian Watson does. And if Christian Watson does really well, he tends to kind of take like a little bit of a uh, little bench spot there on on fantasy wise. Um, I, I said it before. It's it's a weird one. I put it on the waiver wire. Dontavian Wicks. 12 points last week. He's been kind of ascending week to week. I'm not saying you got to go out and like spend all your fab on him. I'm just saying in a bye weeks, bye Mageddon, if you're looking for a weird option that might hit, Dontavian Wicks. That's all I'm saying. And then, of course, I will also go with Bandy's selection of Jaden Reed. Really like the kid. I think he's got some talent to him. Yeah, he he's still questionable. He was banged up, but he does look like he's good to go. Um, and I swear, man, every week um, they're getting this guy the ball either, you know, via pass or via a handoff. But in the red zone, they yeah. love him a lot as well. So um, I love that. He's their Curtis Samuel for sure. He's that little gadget oh, guy. Yeah. 100%. Love it. Um, and just to tack on or add on, I'm sorry, to your Jordan Love point, guess that look at this schedule how about next week the Giants after that the Bucks we just talked about what a great uh secondary they are to play against after that the Panthers um and then the Vikings and Bears I mean what a great way to finish your fantasy season right there you know what I want to I want to say something real quick you were just talking about me reading your mind you just read my mind. I was about to go check on the actual schedule for Jordan Love. That's fantastic. Are you kidding me? That's like one of the <laughs> best schedules you could get for the playoffs. Are you 100%. kidding me? Let's go. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, Packers, man. Get your Packers in your lineup. They should be killing it for you down the stretch. All right, Bengals at the Jags on Monday night. Uh, Bengals against fantasy QBs are 19th, running backs 23rd, receivers 22nd, tight end 31st. Um, against QBs, the Jags are 26th, running back 2nd, receivers 25th, and tight end 21st. What say you guys you like and don't like in this one? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with the Jags and make it real easy. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. Travis Etienne. I'm going to put more emphasis on Evan Ingram because the Bengals have been really bad this year against tight ends. This is a guy, I've been saying it a lot, this is a guy who's been doing it without the touchdown production. Imagine if he gets a couple TDs this week. Gonna be fucking money. Love Evan Ingram this week. You should love him too. Put him in your DFS lineups everywhere. Um, as far as Travis Etienne, he looks like he's a little bit banged up, has some rib issues. I would actually maybe take that a little bit more seriously. R- running back sometimes with rib abdominal issues, they tend to be a little bit more banged up and tend to kind of be taken a little bit like lighter when they're running the ball. Maybe don't maybe he doesn't get as many yards, but he might not need it this week. Like I said, like Calvin Ridley's been on fire. Christian Kirk has been on fire. He's been on fire all season long. And believe it or not, Trevor Lawrence, when he has Zay Jones in the lineup, has seven more points on average. That's freaking crazy. Zay Jones, I don't see you on the injury report right now, so I'm assuming you're playing. That just tells me right then and there, you need to put in all your Jaguars. Because when Trevor Lawrence is having a good day, Calvin Ridley's having a good day, Christian Kirk's having a good day, and everybody seems to just be having a damn good Day. On Everybody. the Bengals side, on the Bengals side, they're not going to be having a good day, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm not playing T. Higgins. I, I don't believe in this guy. I think he's probably going to be milking this injury thing so he can get a bigger contract this offseason. If you don't get injured, you don't get hurt, you don't show poorly because you have a backup quarterback, then you're not losing money. That would be a great philosophy that any agent would pass on to any player. Um, so I think that T. Higgins is probably – we might not see him the rest of the season. That's – I mean, he might show up tomorrow and I, or Sunday, and I might be completely wrong. But if I were his agent, I would tell you, you got nothing really to play for. Like, the, the Bengals have probably already cashed in their uh, token for the season and are ready for the offseason. Uh, Chase, always play Chase. 
Chase is going to be good with anybody. Um, Browning, once again, this bad week of goddamn shitty quarterbacks. I mean, he's averaged 12 points per game in his two starts. So, I guess he's better than Tim Boyle? Is he, though? Is he, though? Yeah, he is, but not by much. Um, so, yeah, take that with what you with the grain of salt. Like, I, I don't think that Browning is worth your time. Joe Mixon, um, for some reason, I thought Joe Mixon was injured after last week, but he doesn't show up on this list. So, I would play him. Yeah, who, where else are they going to get any sort of offense from other than him and Chase? Yeah, that's pretty much my list for the Bengals. That's my rant on the Bengals. Man, what a terrible, terrible Super Bowl prediction. The Bengals. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, you know, that was with yeah. Joe Burrow, so, you know. Hey, Sports Bro, thanks so much for tuning in tonight. Appreciate you coming in um, and appreciate the question. He wants to know who she starts. Jaden Reed, Christian Watson, T.A., we're just talking about T.A., or Josh Downs. I mean, so, um, Sports Bro, if you just heard, I can tell you right now, T. Higgins is off this list um, for sure. What say you know, Justin? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Christian Watson. I, I love the upside in production. And if you're worried about, you know, his streakiness, then I would go Josh Downs because he's been absolutely money on consistency this year. Yeah, and again, that Titans matchup is juicy uh, with that horrendous secondary they have. Um, so, yeah, I like Josh Downs in this. Um, I think I would go Downs, Reed, Watson, Higgins because the way Reed, um, like I said, been showing up in the red zone, I think he just gives me a little more confidence in him. Um, I, Watson has that, like, feel like sometimes he has those weeks where he just don't even know what the hell he's doing all week. So, all right. Well, um, we got some great games coming up this weekend, but don't forget, come back Sunday morning and wake up with us. We got all of our fantasy friends in and we're going to get you set for your lineups we got ultimate dfs lineup we're going to have fantasy jesus in going to get you set for your ultimate dfs lineup as well um and we got um ariel coming in as well with lots of great um fan or excuse me lots of great sports betting tips as well so again come wake up with us brian will be in give us an actual injury report versus my one from um, the holiday Inn express um, it is Friday night, however, and we are feeling all right. So get your uh, popcorn ready because it's time for Nikki's Friday Night Fantasy. What's up, everybody? It's Nikki from the Blonde Blitz. I'm here on my week 13 fantasy loves. You are a diva, a divine diva. I know. This week, I've got a crush on Najee Harris. The narrative is that he's losing touches to Jalen Warren. But fact is, over the last four weeks, Harris has had more touches and outproduced Warren. And I love this matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. Why? Well, the Cardinals have given up the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs at 29 points per game. Come in. Come in. Just imagine. Wouldn't it have been wonderful if... I am infatuated with Portland Sutton this week. Look out, guys. Denver has quietly won five games in a row, and they are in the playoff hunt. Portland Sutton's not doing anything too fancy here, but in three of his last five games, he did finish as a top 15 wide receiver. If the Broncos want to keep pace with the Houston Texans, they're going to have to score a lot of points, so I expect a lot of volume out of Portland Sutton. I know what you're all thinking. Where does your heart belong this week? Well, this week it belongs to Brandon Ayuk in San Francisco. Oh. I know Brandon Ayuk can be hit or miss, but he's coming off a nice game last week. He had two catches for 50 yards and one touchdown. And this week they're going up against the Philadelphia Eagles defense that has struggled against opposing wideouts. So much so that they have given up more fantasy points to opposing line receivers 
than any other team in the NFL. I think Brandon Knight is going to be a big, big hit this week. You make me happy each time I see him. That's it for week 13. Good luck, everybody, and I will see you in week 14. Happen to watch the uh, caucuses from Iowa last night. Did you watch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'd, I'd rather watch cock dry. <laughs> Well, we appreciate Nikki tonight once again. And man, whoever's behind those graphics, those are great. All right. <laughs> Najee Harris, look out. All right. We appreciate all of you. Don't forget, check back in Sunday morning. Hit the subscribe button. You'd want to get in on that just or sack or leave us a comment in there as well. We'll appreciate you. Check back with us on Sunday. And we are out.